Hey there, everybody. It's me, Ian Shapiro, your host for Politics Explained. Let's move right on to Trump Tweets Explained on this beautiful Friday, September 1st, 2017. Birthday month. Woo, woo. Trump tweets this morning, Wow, looks like James Coney exonerated Hillary Clinton long before the investigation was over. Dot 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 and so much more. A rigged system. Trump here is responding to a couple of statements from members of the Senate Judiciary Committee about James Comey, former FBI director's handling of the inquiry into Secretary of State at the time, uh, Hillary Clinton's emails. Specifically, Trump is responding to the fact that two Republican senators on this committee said that Mr. Comey had been drafting a statement recommending not to press charges against Hillary Clinton before the entire investigation of some of her key aides had been completed. This brings us to a story that we talked about a little bit at the beginning of the summer, which was why did Trump fire Comey in the first place? And there were a lot of different stories running around. Uh, but according to one letter, it was because Comey was too hard on Hillary Clinton during the FBI investigation into her emails. It appears that this statement would somewhat contradict or undermine that particular specification for why the Trump administration decided to fire James Comey. This is one of those stories that at the current time it's unclear if it really has legs and will go anywhere, and we will certainly see if it has any bearing down the line during the Robert Mueller investigation into possible collusion between Trump's campaign and Russia during the 2016 presidential election. I'm Ian Shapiro. Thought we were finished with Trump Tweets Explained? Well, not so fast. Donald Trump has a few more things to talk about on Twitter this morning. Donald Trump tweets, General John Kelly is doing a great job as chief of staff. I could not be happier or more impressed. And this administration continues to get things done at a record clip. Many big decisions to be made over the coming days and weeks. America first. Texas is healing fast, thanks to all the great men and women who have been working so hard, but still so much to do. We'll be back tomorrow. So here Donald Trump is apparently planning another uh, trip out to Texas in order to presumably uh, actually meet with victims of Hurricane Harvey. Donald Trump got smashed a little bit by the media by you know going to Corpus Christi instead of an area more uh, you know, damaged by the hurricane and the ravages of the flood uh, going on. Donald Trump also here, of course, talked about his new chief of staff, John Kelly, who came into the White House uh, kind of with this air of this guy's going to come in. He's going to help discipline the White House. He's going to help discipline Trump. And Trump is going to be a bit less, well, Trumpian, a bit less bombastic. Uh, Trump is hinting at many big decisions being made over the coming days and weeks, uh, other than some strange executive orders or something with tax reform pushes. Uh, it's not entirely clear what those things may be at the time. Uh, however, Trump this week did give a speech in Missouri about tax reform, where he kind of uh, you know did the annual kickoff, uh, saying that 
most of the particulars will be hashed out in Congress. Uh, so on the legislative slide, that, that may be what he is discussing. Uh, when it comes to things like executive orders and things that the president can do without Congress, uh, we had Trump's uh, order signed, sent to Mattis on the transgender ban for the military come up a few days ago. Uh, Department of Defense General Mattis, uh, he kind of has said that this isn't going to be fully implemented. Everything that Donald Trump wrote down, essentially what Mattis said is, hey, people who are currently serving in the military and are transgender, they are fine. We're not kicking anyone out. Um, we're also not going to be bringing new individuals in uh, until we get the results of a study to understand the costs of maintaining these individuals and what deployability looks like for these particular types of individuals, at least relative to other people in the military who also have you know, any kind of medical needs. Uh, so that's Trump Tweets Explained for today. In just a moment, we'll get to more politics, uh, but you are listening to Politics Explained. I'm Ian Shapiro. Hey there, everybody. It's me, Ian Shapiro, and I'm here with a bit of a democratic uh, public service announcement for our democracy. So there's a cool article on the monkey cage, which is a political science blog on the Washington Post. And the title of the article is Voters Value Competence. That could be bad news for Trump. So let me explain the question that's trying to be asked, uh, how it's being answered, and what the results of these scholars' studies are. So first off, some context. Donald Trump does not have great approval ratings right now. Most aggregate polling firms have him at about 34% approval. And what makes up an approval rating is not simply overall job performance. It also includes, well, how people think that a president is doing with regards to particular issues. Issues like how Trump is handling abortion, civil rights, healthcare, immigration, the economy, and veterans issues. There's also other issues, things like gun control, terrorism, and education for Trump that really public opinion towards Trump and these issues hasn't moved very much. This could suggest that approval for Trump is dipping when you take issues that, well, are being most salient and talked about the most with reference to Trump. In other words, opinions have changed for Trump's competence on the issues that Trump's presidency is dealing with on a more regular basis. So what kind of story or narrative am I getting at here? Well, when Trump tries his hand at something, some kind of policy issue, say healthcare, or when some kind of issue comes up and he's unable to deal with it effectively, that means that Trump's brand in the eyes of the American public changes. Trump is good at these things. He's not as good at these things. And we begin to see him as less competent in a variety of policy areas that we may not have seen before, just given him the benefit of the doubt on. Now, why does this matter for the long-term electoral prospects for Trump and the Republican Party? Well, 
when you are campaigning, you generally want to talk about things and issues to prioritize that your party is credible in actually getting things done on. And the more issues that Trump makes it look like he's not credible on getting stuff done, that gives a fewer or smaller range of issues that Republicans in general can credibly run on themselves. So, you know, Trump showing incompetence in a variety of issue areas uh, that he claims to have owned can definitely, in the eyes of many Americans, change whether they think Republicans and the party in general are competent in those policy areas. So Trump can really color the views of a lot of Americans about how good the Republican Party is at being a competent political party. This may be one of the reasons why a lot of individuals in Congress want Trump to stay out of the discussion on tax reform, as it is a complicated uh subject or topic, and they really just don't want Trump showing his ignorance on the topic. Especially after Trump has already claimed that he is an expert on tax loopholes and the like. For more discussion on issue competency and strategies in American uh, political campaigns, you're listening to Politics Explained. I'm Ian Shapiro. Hey, what's up? It's Kurt, Life with Kurt. I was just calling in with an alternate theory. Now, I'm not a Trump supporter, but what I have a real interest in is how the media shapes people's thinking. Because let's be honest, there is no news story that anyone actually cares about unless it is first a news story that is promoted by a source they trust. North Korea is a great example in that it has infinite number of problems over the last several decades, but it, we don't care about it until the news tells us about rockets being fired. At that point, it can become a conversation. As it relates to Trump and all the sources out there of individuals that hate him, that puts the supporters in a defensive position. The neutral people get pushed to the negative because the negative people get louder. So my question is really, are people accurately judging competence or are they just trusting the news outlet that they like?